super fancy. Maybe it's time to start thinking like a cleaner. I might need to start cleaning. It's a tough little ship. Good evening. Hey, I'm not full screen. Why aren't I full screen? Producer Dave, you had one job. Anyway, no, that's fine. It's fine. You know what? Honestly, (laughs) it doesn't do me any justice. I'm much more beautiful in person. At least I think I am. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to Enterprise at 8. This is Live Long and Podcast Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been over 20 years since tonight's episode Sleeping Dogs first aired on television, but we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8 like we always do at 8 o'clock, guys, on Monday. This is the best day, is it not? It is. This is where you say yes. All right. There we yes. go. Yes. Anyway, yeah, however, I'm very excited today because we have a special co-host today. We have the one of the Lacooters of Trek himself, David Scalhorn. Some, some Welcome, say the locutiest of the locutiest of Trek. So <laughs> how does that work? Is it just locuti and then locutiest? Or is it is there is there more levels? That's a good question. Like, where would where would Dave be? I guess is what I'm asking. All right, fair enough. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's 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 let's. This is going nowhere. Let's just move on. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> also joining Devin and I, our awesome producer and the man that would also eat a healthy helping of gawk, Dave Mater. It's best when served live. The spoils of war, Jody, like Zarentine ale. They might be poisoned with some kind yeah, of a. Could have been poisoned. It's very possible. Uh, and of course, guys, who could forget the man that is getting some unnatural feelings about Captain Archer, Kevin Millard. <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot Kevin Millard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Kevin's Kevin. like, I'm speechless. Right. I'm done. Yeah, why I am I even on this now? Why do I get you to say? Yeah, why am yeah. I even here? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, tonight's episode is Sleeping Dogs. Uh, this is the 14th episode of the series. Uh, this is the episode where T'Pol, Hoshi, and Reed become stranded aboard a disabled Klingon vessel after they were ambushed by a female Klingon. This Klingon vessel. It, it, actually, it is that exact one. Wow. Yeah, this is the you even, I'm telling yeah, you. Like, like, yes, like you know what we replaced adam today because unfortunately adam couldn't be here uh he's currently traveling for work uh but you know adam doesn't bring on the summer i'm just saying uh so adam (laughs) when you're watching this which i'm sure you will uh you can be mad at me later and i'll expect some messages anyway (laughs) what do we think of this guys i think this isn't a bad episode this is okay Hmm. like it's not as good as last week's sleep uh what was last week's dear doctor Dear Doctor, fantastic one, which Davin, we were originally supposed to have you on that episode, but we moved you to this one so you could co-host. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do apologize for that, but uh, it was uh, uh, it's great having you, of course. Not that we don't. You know, you know what I should have said when you introduced me? What's up? Let's go. Let's go. 
Let's go. Let's like. I have to ask you though, like out of all the live long and podcast podcasts that you're on, this is the only one with the intro. It's really good. How did you feel? How did you feel? Did you feel? I felt good, but but I also like this show more than most. So I hear that uh, (laughs) more than more than I get a little bit excited. More more than fifty percent of the people on the panel because like (laughs) at least fifty percent. If you look at my ratings, it seems that I like it just as much as Jody and Adam, but I am uh, I can be quite critical of Where'd it. Where'd you guys well get your doctor? So so the gauge is well, I gave it like a nine and a half. Uh collect we gave it collectively a nine point four. Bring it up, even, Dave. Let's have a look. Even let's Kevin go. gave it a, a, a nine, dear doctor, last week. Yeah, it's yeah. still the lowest for some reason. <laughs> still but you know, it's on you know, but you can see like my ratings uh as high as Jody's. Uh, yeah, seven point two. Yeah. All, so. all three of us are actually pretty consistent. It's it's Kevin who's much more critical, uh, and yeah. with due reason, you know. So it's. I feel like I say as many like disparaging things as Kevin, but I tend to give it a little <laughs> bit more love in the rank. In the, rank <laughs> so. the the fact that it has Star Trek in it, I think, automatically gives you a couple more points. Uh, you just give you a couple more, more points. You're like, it's still Star Trek, but you're very uh, very enthusiastic when you are. Uh, when you are disparaging the show. <laughs> when I'm like, here's my issue with this episode, or here's a couple of my issues with this episode. And I didn't have it too many with this one. I thought that no. this was fine, but I thought that this episode also was sort of, I think, forgettable in other ways too. But, um, you know, like I don't think we're going to remember Sleeping Dogs down the road too much, I think. But I had the one thing that I this episode. Oh, did you? Yeah, I actually I always remember again. this episode because I always remember the scenes with them doing the the detox thing, whatever they call that, the the de, decon, uh, decon. Yeah, I call it enterprise um, sexy time. Yeah, enterprise people in their underwear. It's, it's the, not. It's the it, 2000s. It, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it's one of uh, one of the enterprise sexy time scenes. It's one of the better ones. It is. It's better than the one that was in the pilot. Sometimes uh, they're just standing there being sexy and they don't really say or do anything. Those are true. <laughs> so at least at least there was a purpose for the sexiness. Quiet yeah. sexiness. And I also little, like how they positioned they positioned Reed's package to be just enough that I don't need to look at it. So <laughs> I was I was very thankful for that as well. Unlike that trip it, package, which yeah, that trip package scenes. was right there. It was right there. You info, had it. Fellas. I, I started questioning my sexuality. It was <laughs> it was a whole slew of things uh, with that original pilot. Uh, anyway, let's oh, get into you this, know guys. He positioned that package himself. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. See, now you need oh that, that. You need that. You need that. Sound I need that as a bite. I don't, actually, I don't have, yeah. I don't have you that. You should write that down, Dave. Write that Do down. I even have any Sulu? <laughs> I don't know, but you should. If I but don't, anyway. I should, yeah. And the fight music oh for Sulu as well would also be good. Uh, you don't even have Flyer apart then? Flyer apart. I, I only have one Sulu quote, and it's from Star Trek oh. 4. Oh. Don't call me tiny. Don't call me tiny. Don't call me tiny. Oh, my. That's true. Well, I don't think anybody's called me tiny. I don't have that problem. But anyway. I won't speak for the rest of our panel. But uh, anyway. Did anybody think there was whales on this gas giant at some point? <laughs> No, right? You're the sounds, the siren sounds. calls. They gave me nightmares. The <laughs> yeah, like how does it? I hope so. could have been both with him because I know he's a big fan of uh, Voyage Home. So um, maybe. we we never found out what happened to George and Gracie. Oh wait, that's in the future from this point, isn't it? Never. Mind. Yeah, it's, that hasn't yeah. happened yet. Even though they're from the yeah. past, maybe maybe the this past. is maybe these are George and Gracie. There, we just never see them. Hmm. Maybe uh, they're what, that old. 
can I ask you guys about the uh, opening scene where it's you can uh, ask me anything? It's Reed and uh, and and Hoshi and like doing target practice here with the phase pistols. You, I know you love these phase pistols, Joe. I I love these phase nice pistols. pistols. They are they are so good. They are so classic '60s kind of phaser mixed with modernization. I just love them. I I don't know this who designed them. I should find that out because they need credit because it is fantastic. It's a fantastic design for a prop. I love it. This show I want to buy aesthetic. one. Yeah, it looks good. It looks it, really it, nice. It, I, I love the loading mechanism too. I love how they yeah, show you the loading I, I, mechanism. I, can, I think that's awesome. That's just right before. Yeah, well, like, I guess they put the power cell in. Is that the idea or something yeah. like that? Yeah, um, because the, the power cells aren't as you know good as they are in the future. Uh, oh my God, look who's know, joining us on the podcast, fellas. Trip Tucker himself. Oh, oh there's Trip. Hey, guys. How are you? It's a little claustrophobic I mean, in there. Where's you guys got any pan fried catfish? <laughs> catfish. <laughs> well, we're nine minutes in and we haven't even talked about the episode yet, other than a face pistol. Yeah. But there, anyway, we're, this is going well, episode. gentlemen. Yeah, there's I'm the co host now, Jody. We're never going to get to the episode. Oh, uh, we're not getting through this, are we? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, surprise toys. I'll be, like, like, where's, the song I'll be like, where's Adam? <laughs> Yeah, where's where's Adam, guys? Uh, anyway, Adam told me you guys uh, all sing "Faith of the Heart" at the end together, and I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, we're oh it's we're doing okay, it now. We'll start. We're, yeah, it's you're gonna have to start the, the campfire. I'll do it myself, you know? I have to. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Davin, I I mispronounced your name earlier. It's actually Davin Skull Soup. Skull uh, Soup. I'm sorry about that. My apologies and uh, uh, hail Satan uh, for Kevin as well, because I think that's what his shirt says. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we are really off topic here. Uh, anyway, we, we 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 see this target practice thing. Um, you know what? This reminds me of Star Wars. I don't know. It's why. a little bit like Star Wars. Why, but anyway, only because um, I think they're in this bay versus in like something like we see because uh, there's a scene, I think. In next generation, where Guinan and is it Worf or is Worf. it it's Guinan and somebody are like doing the target yeah, practice, Worf. yeah, um, in one of the rooms, and so like they they just don't have a room like that, I guess. So they're doing it yeah. in the cargo bay. But. Well, they the one thing I did like about this scene, quite honestly, uh, was when she is missing them all, and he goes, "You don't have to, you don't have to um, adjust I, for the drift, the drift, adjust for the drift, or whatever it was." Yeah, and it's like I just thought that was kind of a neat little thing because I think that's supposed to establish that he really does know his firearms. He's obviously the armory expert, so he should. Um, so I guess they're just further showing that, but it's also showing a little bit more confidence with Hoshi as well, which is something that Hoshi definitely lacks in a lot of scenes in the original, yeah. the original at least ten episodes, um, except for obviously when she's talking to snails. But past that. Um, Anyway, he, I, I thought they're, this they're establishing okay. this is a whole new generation of weapons, which will lead into the phaser and everything. Well, this isn't know. the first time we've seen the phase pistol in the series no. already, but you know, yeah, they are just kind of, yeah, he's basically kind of explaining to you this is the slightly modified version of of the phase pistol. What, so whatever, like that, like the AR thirty five or whatever they they keep, whatever yeah. I guess was used, but we don't know that weapon because there's no yeah. Star Trek show from that time. Yeah. Um, anyway. I'd yeah. Like so anyway, they... this uh, episode has only become more relevant with uh, Malcolm's COVID-like symptoms. So this episode yeah, they were. stands the test of time. It only become more. Relevant. Well, it's uh, funny because we have we have a society that gets uh, basically has a pandemic going on, but only for one half of the society. Where's the social then... distancing? 
No social. They're all like, don't sneeze in your space helmet or whatever. Yeah, you won't be able to And of course, he, he does he does the standard line of, you know, we have all this technology, but we don't have a cure for the common cold. The standard line that seems to be said in pretty much every science fiction show uh, that I can remember that mentions the cold, um, which I guess is accurate still, let's be honest. Um, anyway, they come across this gas giant. Um, they hear siren calls and stuff from it. Am I remembering this right? Yeah, you remember that um, right. Um, I'm yeah. confirmed, Dev, and stop, stop trying to. We are a factual mislead podcast, the audience. okay? Stop misleading we, our audience. Oh, I think one right now, but anyway, I've got um, another note about this this part of the episode because, again, yeah. to Paul, science yeah. officer, very uninterested in any kind of science. Yeah. She's like, I guess we can go look at this gas giant. You guys have four in your own solar system. What's the yeah. point? And and, and, and and Archer's like, we don't have one like this. This is a class nine. Like, it's so different, you know? I love you know that nerdy a, what, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder what goes on at the Vulcan Science Academy. Like, they, what they do just they sit do? around the stuff... cigars pretending that they know everything? Let's be honest, though. <laughs> they must see some really cool shit when they think that a gas giant is totally, you know, boring stuff. What right? do they think is interesting? Yeah, like, I, I'm just Nothing like, what? Yet. Nothing. Uh, nitpicking, <laughs> nitpicking human beings. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> De 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 Devin's like, he's like having a, like a seven year old kid as a co host. He's like, here's my next end prize toy. Are we gonna? <laughs> And, yeah, and trust like me, Warp joins us. Honestly, Davin, I mean that in all kindness. I, I don't. That, that's not a bad thing. It's fun. Yeah, it works for me on um, all levels. I've never seen Adam play with a starship in the middle of our podcast, but you, you have, so it's good. Anyway, what do you guys do here for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> apparently not that but anyway uh, anyway let's get let's get moving here so anyway we, we end up we end up using our i think it, they end up sending a probe down um mm -hmm. they end up with the probe figuring out that there's an actual ship there now the cool thing i thought about this was they don't really tell us right away what kind of ship this is they just kind of say raptor there's a class. ship there it is a raptor yeah. class which we find out later uh but i didn't i didn't know when i first looked at it like i obviously did because i've already seen the episode but you know, I remember thinking, you know, oh, well, you know, how would you know that this is a Klingon ship, right? You don't really know it right away because they don't really show you a lot of the ship. They only show you kind of like the midsection of the silhouette, ship. though. We see the is silhouette. It's kind of like Klingon yeah. mixed with Federation with like a hint of Romulan, though. It's it's interesting. It's a, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. got a different profile than most. And like even Hoshi asked, like, why didn't you recognize this as a Klingon ship? She's like, I don't know every Klingon ship, like, but it was <laughs> in the day. I'm not that interested in things. But you know yeah. what I do know? I know gas giants and I know they're boring. I know <laughs> comets suck. I know gas giants are worth, worth not worth the time. Yeah. Time travel is impossible, and uh, and, and humans uh, suck, and they smell. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what that just shows you she's never seen a class nine, or she'd know how exciting and awesome they are. <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> anyway, so they end up figuring out that this is a Klingon ship. So they decide, well, what better way than to see a ship that's about to fall into the atmosphere and burn up to nothingness? To you might as well board it because that oh, just just before oh, they got to that, something? Jody. Just, yep. You missed the scene where where Hoshi kind of volunteers to go on this mission. She oh, goes well, I was, get, I was getting to that. I was getting okay. to that. I, 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 that's, I, that's fine. I, I was afraid it's you might fine. Skip over. You, you know guys, what? big Hoshi fans like myself. Than, uh, um, I am not. Uh, however, I will say, not annoying in this episode. She was. I, I thought she was good. 
I think she's taking uh, one of the I think she's the one of the I screamed like a 12 year old. What did you say, Kevin? I didn't hear you. I I am. I like. I think Hoshi's one of the yeah. better characters. I, yeah, I'm man. telling you, she's she's growing on me. Okay, and I was a firm hater of Hoshi at the beginning of the season. So it's um, the fact that her writing is a lot better now than it was uh, to me automatically. Is her in the pilot was just terrible. I'm sorry, but anyway, in that first episode was just eh, you know. And I, I think that's where my quarters. I got a hot plate, my quarters. That was from. Uh, oh, that's the back. best. I was yeah. I that's what, what she's. Like, are, wait, you, wait. are you hitting on me? That's Reed's birthday. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we have comfortable making requests. I just love his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, they don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, Sam wants to know why we have not cat. talked about Star Trek: The Animated Series. How come? Um, because I don't know why. <laughs> what? I will say it's quite hit or miss. It, yeah. It's it's one of those things where I, I can't remember how many episodes the animated series had. What was it? 30, 38 or something? Yeah, that sounds right. It is canon. Oh, it's canon, but it is terrible. There yeah. is for every one good episode, there's five bad episodes in that series. Yesteryear so is really good. Yesteryear's good. The one the one where yeah, is that the one where Spock goes back in time? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only good one, really, I think. No, it's no, the there's one. a couple of them. It's and the you know what? One. The one thing I will say about the animated series, though, is you get you get to see a lot of species that you don't see in the normal series. Yeah. Now, thank God for Lower Decks because Lower Decks has been bringing a lot of them back, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the guy but, with the uh, it's got the species with the arm in the middle of the chest. What do they call yes. it, Devin? Adosians. Um, Adosians. Yeah. Um, they make and, they uh, grow nice orchids. Between Dave and Davin, I don't think we even need Wikipedia. I think I think between the two of them, Kevin, I think we can get any answer we want. Yeah, beating me yeah, at probably. trivia and it keeps me up at night but we'll, we'll <laughs> settle that another night bring dishonor to the house well, <laughs> Adam doing the debating on your channel I thought was quite interesting as well so Adam's a pretty oh, good he, debater he is a good debater he yeah. is now champion anyway so Hoshi ends up deciding she wants to be on this away team that Archer is building uh, after we have this kind of weird talk between her and Archer and really it wasn't needed but it was there anyway um, we end up seeing this scene now, uh, which is perfect. Um, so we know in previous Hoshi has had real problems with claustrophobia. Um, so with that, you know, the environmental suits were terrible for her. Uh, but it looks like she's kind of overcome this now. She's, she's growing as, uh, as a, as a starship officer and she's doing space really well. Legs. So that's good. She's got her space legs, so to speak. Yeah. She's like that little sluggo that could. Uh, I also like the fact that in this scene, they did it subtly, but in this scene, she was the first one to be done, which is interesting for somebody who should be hesitant, uh, but she's, she's raring to go. She wants to go. So it's really cool that she's, you know, she's geared up, but the rest of them are still waiting. Uh, Sam's asking, was Hoshi the first Asian captain on Star Trek? I don't think she's, uh, uh, we ever seen her. I don't her think she captain. was ever a captain. I don't like, think she's ever captain. Her promoted no, that would be Sulu. Yeah, Sulu would uh, be. Yes, Sulu, I think that sure. would be Captain Captain Sulu of the Excelsior. Excelsior. Uh, Actually, in Star Trek Four, there's a South Asian captain of the um, of of the uh, Conestoga. But, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so they end up going down to this Klingon ship uh, where they find a lot of unconscious Klingons, uh, which is very interesting, and and they're not they're not sure why they're unconscious, but they are. 
and as they start investigating, the Reed, out of all the people, seems to have dog ears or something because that man is instantly up. He's like, ruh, ruh, there's somebody rocking around. And then he starts running down the corridor and the other two are just like, where the fuck is this guy going? He didn't say anything. He just left. And it's like, but I, I thought maybe they thought like he was going to go throw up or something like because he was mentioning how he was ill earlier. But, you know, he only has a cold. It's not like he's going to be throwing up everywhere. But, you know, maybe he's got the flu. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, he looks a little rough. He, he's he's definitely rough. But apparently uh, Flux has cleared him to go anyway. And as long as he keeps his environment suit on, uh, which makes perfect sense, because literally they get to the Klingon ship and he literally takes it off. Yeah. Like within two seconds, like. I can't he remember who was the first that. person that opened. Was it was it Tapal? He, he was he's the first one to take it off. Um, yeah. and, and so he doesn't get hit with the yeah. whiff, I guess, of the Klingon ship like the rest oh, of the Oh, that's do. right. Yeah, because there's the joke Bro. about how it really reeks in there. Uh, yeah, which man. is probably all the carcasses that they meant to eat but didn't eat. Um Klingon because they're, smell, they're passed out. Well, it probably there could be some messy underwear if you know what I'm saying. Well, yes, yes. If, if Vulcans think we smell and we think Klingon smell, how much do Vulcans think Klingon smell? Yeah, right? it's like, got to be brutal, right? <laughs> yeah, I've got face. Oh, one can only handle so much lilac. Only so much. <laughs> Sam lilac. says that the face that uh, that Malcolm is making uh, it will give him <laughs> nightmares. Uh, not like the siren calls of the gas giant. Um, no, those are funny. okay. It's just derailing it's just... the show on a tangent here for a minute about those siren All calls. Right. Some of the more interesting things, at least in this first season, I'm not sure how much that continues, is, is when uh, Travis kind of puts forth the stuff he knows by growing up in space that none of them have ever heard of, like these siren calls, right? That's what reminded me yeah. of it. I wish to hear these all the time or something, he says. Yeah. Yeah. And he says a lot of stuff like that. And I feel like he's like the most wasted character on the show because he's kind of the only one with an interesting. He's wasted, but you understand why he is. Yeah. Well, I I think he's, I I agree. Yeah. But as a character, he's wasted. Yeah. Because he's written like an eight year old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's literally like, hey, guys, I know something. But like, yeah. But like on that episode where have you guys seen it yet where he goes back on his old ship? No, we saw no, this one where they, they they found uh, like another um freighter like the like one he grew up on, oh, but it wasn't the same ship. That's a good one too, though. When he does get an episode, they're usually quite good episodes. That one wasn't bad to yeah. do with kind of that stuff. Bad. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so they're yeah, they're <laughs> for now. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, we keep we, we we're moving through the ship and they end up kind of figuring out that these guys are unconscious. They're not dead. Uh, they're just unconscious. It looks like they've been poisoned or something. I think we don't find that out for a little while. Uh, and but anyway, all this. How many of them have just passed out drunk? I don't think Klingons <laughs> pass out from drinking, though. They do all the time because then they get dragged out of the Hall of Honor. Oh, you're didn't... right. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you are right. At least those of you still standing. <laughs> this, is, this is why we have we have the walking intelligence of both of you on the show today. So, <laughs> is uh, between, be, between you two, we can definitely get an answer to almost everything. Um, anyway, what I thought was interesting is after they, they are looking around a bit and stuff like that, uh, they end up taking off their environmental suits completely, and now they're down to the 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 lycra body suits that I guess are supposed to keep heat in or something. 
um, or regulation anyway. Um, yeah, these suits here. So they end up doing this and then Reed all of a sudden does the puppy thing and he fucking runs off and it turns out that he hears something and he's like, oh, gotta go. He's like walking around and then he ends up getting attacked. So a door opens and he gets attacked and it turns out it's a, a female Klingon and she kicks the crap out of him and bounces him off a bulkhead and then basically no runs off. No way he female Klingon in a fight. Yeah. And this, no, set, and this sets up our basic problem that we have here because she runs off with the shuttle pod. So there's no shuttle pod. This this ship is now flying dangerously close to down. Uh, <laughs> down is the worst part here uh, because of the pressure, I guess, build up and all that. Uh, so now they have to figure out how they're going to essentially either get the ship up higher or get the hell off the ship. And at this point, the Enterprise doesn't even know that the shuttlecraft, which I have no idea how they wouldn't, uh, but the shuttlecraft is not being manned by any of their people. So... I don't get this. They have the ability to scan for biosigns. You would think that they would be scanning all the time anyway, but I guess maybe it costs energy or something and they only have a certain amount of MP. I don't know. They don't have their science officer. That the shuttlecraft would have like a fingerprint reader or something on it. It's got to have <laughs> some sort of like. They left like, the keys in the ignition. Come on. Guys, I drive a Hyundai and it came with an alarm. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the shuttle even, thing even has something like, better. Even in the in the future from this, they don't have it either. Their pods are always getting their shuttles are always getting stolen. They're, you know what? I think their shuttles on this series get stolen way more than any other series in Star Trek. Because uh, you're right, like they they get stolen a lot, and actually it's oh, yeah, even worse true. later on. Like it's literally yeah. almost every second episode they're getting somebody's getting one of those shuttle pods, and they're big and bulky, and they already have scratches on them from trips. So I don't know why you want them. Grand but anyway. theft shuttle. Pod. They don't lock them. Well, yeah. clearly they just leave them out in the open and apparently anyone can turn them on. Uh, so that's interesting. What do we think uh, of our shuttle pod thief here? Uh, what was her name? This character? Like, uh, I actually don't remember. I don't remember. They did name her though. Buka. It with an M. B. It starts with a B. Buka. It's either a B or an M. It's Klingon. So it's going to be one of the two. Maybe a P. But that's it. Officer uh, Buka. She was an engineer class. of the IKS Somra. Some, she uh, looks familiar, uh, but I don't know anything yeah, about her. Uh, Michelle Benilla played her. Um, was that um, in... Von Armstrong playing the captain? It looked like. Yeah, it. Von Armstrong. So uh, Admiral yeah. Forrest uh, was this yeah. Klingon yeah. captain. Yeah. Um, yeah, his voice is so distinct. If you know it's Von yeah. Armstrong. Yeah. You, you know can't... it's him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that later when we got to that part, but anyway, that's fine. Um, so anyway, this is our uh, we, we had so uh, the Enterprise uses their cool little grappling system, which we don't actually see happen on this one. There, you just see fire the grappler. The grappler, because like didn't Archer design that himself or something? Isn't that like the backstory of the grappler? Yeah, there's he has something to do with it. He loves but that grappler. This man. is obviously supposed yeah. to be a precursor to a tractor beam, right? So it's, you know, yeah. the tractor beam is always way more useful. But the, the grappler, I think, just adds a little bit of finesse to it. You're literally fishing for what you're trying to grab. So it's <laughs> it's like it's like a claw game. Will I get the pod? Will I not get the pod? Will I get the pod? <laughs> like Will I not get the pod? Catching a pain I wonder how many times they have to put coins in. Do you think they have to put a coin in every time they shoot it and just see if it goes and grab something? Oh, we got a prize this time, you know? But anyway, so they end up, the they end up grappling it. After they figure out that this pod has gone way past them and they're like, wait a second, this couldn't be one of our people. They know what our shuttle, our ship looks like. 
They well, wouldn't have talked here. But what's her <laughs> Buka? She was sending out like a message to the, yes. the Klingon fleet. Like that's right. We've been yes. attacked by Enterprise, a bunch of humans or whatever. Yeah, They're like no, smelly no. humans. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, they end up grappling the thing, bringing it in. I always find it interesting that with the grappler attached, they have a way of actually bringing in the ship and putting it down nicely. Like you would think it'd be like on its side and like the grapple would still be like in it, but no, it's nice and upright and looks good and everything's good to go again. So, you know, it's parked right where it should be right beside shuttle bay two there. Just suction cups. <laughs> oh, is it suction cups? You think I thought it was, I thought it was it's, like, it's like magnets or suction cups down. or something. It's a couple you of plungers. A, you have a couple a of plungers attached to a cable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all the, all the stuff in this is precursor to the stuff that we're used to. So it makes sense. Right. You know, that's the uh, thing oh, there, Dave's, Dave's bringing it up now. I'm trying to find it. I love that. I love it, that it, about it, this it's, show. It's it's so quick uh, that it, you get to see did. the origins of it. But like I also no, you had like you had it, but it's a really fast. Oh, there. There, it there it is. And everybody can see it. But ah, there no, you go. Put that. I'm just trying to find the put right. Put that up. Put that up. There it is. Right there. Put it up. All right. So yeah. So it literally just holds on to them. Like it's 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 very rudimentary. But you know what? It did the job. It caught the Klingon. And, and the Vulcans already have tractor beams. And so do the Klingons for that matter, right? Almost everybody does. It's just those humans that are lagging behind. Like, like, we got grapplers. Check it yeah. out. The Klingons yeah. anyway, have photon torpedoes. And so they, they get the... They get the yeah. Yeah, they get, yeah. They get... Are we done now, gentlemen? We're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the, the whole point don't... of this is to discuss. No, the whole point of this is to discuss. <laughs> so it's fine. Anyway... Uh, you know what? I'm having a hard time. Adam is way easier to deal with. Anyway, oh, the- <laughs> I know. I'm just, I know. I'm just telling you right he, now, but it's fine. He shows up Adam. not a day late. Well, that's yes. true. It, it <laughs> helps when he's on time. Anyway, and on day even, not just on time, but on day. On day. Um, anyway, we, we end up having this uh, this female Klingon, and she obviously does not want to help them at all. She thinks that they did whatever has happened to the her crewmates. Uh, oh, there's Adam right there checking in from Klonoa. Sorry your, for calling Adam, you out, Adam. Job. You Adam's interrupting me into that position. I feel like I'm cornered on three sides. Everybody here. is interrupting me today. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Honestly. Um, that's the whole point. We're supposed to be discussing this. Um, so, and you know. I slept in a tent talk, on a. Nobody wants to hear me talk all the time. No, I slept on a bench in Kelowna once. Good times. But just on, Wait, on that, the, the, that's clearly relevant. Anyway, this whole fun. this whole thing where like they're going around trying to figure out how to work the Klingon consoles, where Hoshi can read like she's like apparently reading Klingon harder than speaking Klingon. Fair enough, but um, you know she's like this says this and and he's just like photon torpedoes. I'd like to, but they have photonic torpedoes. Is that what they have currently? Okay, so oh, same thing. I've never gotten an answer to this because I think they're the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's and just what, different races call it different things. Like they call okay, the so, photon cannon the photonic cannon sometimes too. It's the yeah, same but thing. at, yeah. at this point, like it's uh, they're not they're not even. Uh, I think one's has... like a technical name and one's like slang. Are they, if they have photonic? If they have photonic torpedoes, would they be like, "What's a photon torpedo?" Right. Like, that's my question. Obviously, it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> okay, so Enterprise Enterprise doesn't have photon torpedoes. They have no. They like old can- school spatial torpedoes. Mechanic. Is that what they're called? I can't remember what they have, but they're they're like the precursor to photon torpedoes. They're... I think they carry nukes too. 
Like I think. Well, I think that I think they're somebody. I think you're right. Yeah, I can't. I I loosely remember that now. Um, so I think that was the oh. Mars one, wasn't it? Might have been one of the Mars ones. Uh, anyway, potentially. I'm seeing uh, the tactical systems. Uh, they have phase cannons, of course. Particle cannons. Plasma cannons. Particle cannons. Oh, you know what? They don't have any torpedoes or anything at all until the like they. Until the Macos. Did they do that? Did they run back to the... At this point, they have spatial torpedoes, uh, which are not okay. very effective. Remember, they yeah, keep because... firing them at the alien ships and they bounce yeah, off. Yeah, because when the Macos show up, that's when they upgrade some of the systems. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Back back or Macos or Macos, whatever you when the, when the whole Zindi thing kicks off. Like... Yeah, when the Zindi thing kicks off, all of a sudden they have stuff. Uh, they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't show up with nothing. That would be a good <laughs> idea. Uh, anyway. Good job. It's installed on Tuesday. Jody, yeah. come on. Well, they did leave early. Yeah. Just like every other ship, apparently. apparently. Um, but anyway, so uh, so we have obviously this issue where we have a ship that is slowly falling in, falling in atmosphere and eventually it's going to get crushed um, in this gas giant. And then we have obviously Archer's dilemma where he has essentially a Klingon on his ship and he wants to get information from her, but she won't obviously play ball uh she thinks that somebody has killed all of her people or poisoned them or whatever um there's not a lot really to the story past this like this is most of the story the rest is just the resolution of it really um i did like archer's approach though like you know i like when he tries to talk to her and he's just like remind me to stop trying to help you remind me to stop trying to help i did like that line yeah and then i even thought kevin would enjoy that line I'm going to read like, the Klingon. Yes, Paul's been telling you to stop trying to help people for like ten episodes, or be curious, or do yeah. anything. Yeah, or yeah. Do anything. <laughs> Best and, well, Look, and Archer's really you know everything. That's what Archer's we getting really negative because, like, in the last episode, we had him basically saying, "Like, you, you, you can't just assume everybody's going to help you when you run into them. That's why we're not giving you warp drive." You know, right? Uh, you know, so it's like, and it's like, literally, I bare—I think he barely understands warp drive, so I don't think it would be a good idea to give it to other people. <laughs> that invented the warp five engine. Yeah, but, well, that doesn't mean he knows what the hell it is. Sure. But anyway, um, hey, he designed that grappler with the suction cups. I mean, yeah. I think warp well warp drive's we're, not we're, that we're, far we're, off from that. Oh, clearly, clearly, um, and he probably had something to do with the shuttle pods too. Hey, especially he didn't the auto the parking field system, like old A.G. Robinson true 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 um anyway so we we spend a little bit of time the uh with the the three on the ship uh we figure out that they start to understand what's going on it looks like it, it actually looks like uh well actually flocks figures out first that uh she's been poisoned but because she was sitting in a, a very cold environment which was a freezer of some sort i don't understand why because they literally kill things and eat them right away so I don't know why they would have a freezer, but I guess oh, that's maybe where the their booze. booze was. Yeah. Is that where the booze is? Okay, that's fine. That makes sense then. Um, Klingons hate the cold too. That was that's all I ever use my cooler for. So I guess that makes sense. Boy, uh, Voyager, they, the Klingons have a, a lower tolerance for cold than humans do. Um, yeah, right? that's true. I never there was that, that whole like episode in Voyager where Belana Torres was was uh, getting way colder than Tom Paris way faster. It was like it was like it was killing her faster because uh, yes. they were. They were in the, the one where zone. Dax gave Worf her coat because they were in the jungle and it got cold at night. There you right. go. Yeah. So how the hell did the, this girl must be tough as nails because uh, she was in a freezer and she was slowing down the, the poison process, I guess, with that. 
which doesn't sound like science to me, but anyway, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I guess that works. I don't know. Um, either way, plot device, and we don't care. Um, so we end up seeing Hoshi try to figure out what everything is on the ship. Uh, Reed is all about just looking around most of the time. Uh, that seems to be his thing. He says and the one time he fixes something. The one time we didn't bring our chief engineer, or the one time we need him, is the one time we left him back on the ship. Um, yeah. I was like, well, I don't know if that's true, but maybe it is. It would be a good idea to take a, a techie onto a standard away mission. Like, take somebody with, like, take a few different skill sets, especially when well, you know you're going to go rescue a ship. Both smart. And you're also on a ship that is potentially hostile. It's it's definitely a hostile situation because they're not getting along with the Klingons. Um, right. So that so makes sense. Reed. Well, yeah, they so they said Reed, which makes perfect sense. They, yeah. I think, I think they could have the had a fourth. Away a fourth. Team. They should like have had a fourth. Science officer, your linguist, and your security officer. What else? And you need, I think, to go. Uh, uh, oh, they needed go, a doctor on that. A medical the problem is that been... Enterprise only has one. So that's true. Where they do you keep a nurse? Yeah, not even a nurse. They need some sort of nurse, but uh, anyway, or at least a EMH or of some sort, which hasn't been invented yet. Um, Anyway, we see more curiosity on the ship. They're looking around. They're kind of coming to their own conclusions. You know, uh, they're more worried about the fact that these guys might wake up. And if they wake up, they're going to have a shitload of problems. Paul's like, we should leave before before she stole the shuttle. She's like, we should leave yeah. now. The Klingons will not be happy if they wake up and they find us. If they wake up and us. see our uh, smelly asses, uh, you know, that's going to be a problem. Uh, and we know, you know she's right. But on the other hand, we kind of know... But we know that life would be boring if we listened to everything she tells us to do. Right. Um, so, you know, <laughs> that's kind of where of we're show. at. Yeah. Yeah. The show would be three minutes long if Paul ran everything. <laughs> and we stayed at uh, home and we look never at this left. Lovely. I think we should avoid it, Captain. I got faith in our solar system because that's the only place we're going. Uh, no but anyway, comets. No they just, Yeah, they just buzz around Saturn over and over again. Uh, but anyway... Um, so at this point, I don't even remember what happens at this point. I know Flox is looking for a cure, which I think I'm actually seeing on my screen now. Um, I could just look behind me, but obviously I'm looking well, at the little tiny previous It's mostly like, so. like, yeah, like the, the trio the on the way team, they're trying to figure out how to like fly this Klingon ship out or what, yeah. how to read things and how to go about things. And and then on the other hand, you got like Archer who's like, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to read about Klingons and I'm going to start thinking like a Klingon. And I'm yeah. going to, you know. Yeah. And, and he comes like, up with this genius idea that, you know, oh, I know so much about them now. So we might as well send a shuttle pod down there because that worked so well the first time. We might as well do it again. Uh, and then Reed Why hasn't he uh, read or, these 900 pages of boat Klingons yet? Uh, like, what else is he gonna do out in all this like downtime in space? Well, it's not like he ever does anything so, anyway. Like, he we were asking just kind of waits around. Yeah, what was Reed doing for six months before those phase cannons got installed? exactly? We're like, literally, what was he doing? He was doing nothing, he was literally yeah. sitting around. Thinking of pineapple. That's what he was thinking. Pineapple cake. And not but, telling people about it. <laughs> and not telling read. people about it. And eventually, <laughs> once in a while, talking to an old friend on, on the thing, maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we have Archer, who's got this brilliant idea. He's going to send another pod down, because why send one when you can send two? Um, yeah. Anyway, maybe he'll even send the same one, but uh, and then Trip is like, "Are you retarded? Like you can't, you can't send this down there. It's going to break up, and everybody's going to die, and that's bad, apparently." And we shouldn't do that. So anyway, he's like, okay. So Trip's like, oh, but we could just armor it. So we I asked this it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, we'll put some some beams like in the middle. And if you have the ability to identify the fact that your ship could be, 
armored or could be reinforced. What have you been doing for six months? Why did you design it to be crappy in the first place? Polarize exactly. the hull, Jody. Polarize, polarize the, hull. the hull. Well, you can polarize it all you want, but it doesn't help in this scenario. There's too much pressure. Can I ask and you guys about another part of this episode? You can ask me about anything. As I've they were said. trying, like, there's this whole part where, like, Reed's still like trying to get over his cold, and yes. you know, and he like he's like barely keeping it together, and then he like kind of stumbles and he falls over and he burns his hand on like the engine or something. Yeah, he's some like, sort ah! of a, like, yeah, he's like ah. And then he's like, he's like me every time I use a soldering iron, I end up burning myself. I was but, like, this guy, why did they send him on this mission? Like, he's clearly got needs a sick, sick. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, at, at, like, why did Flox clear him? I guess is really the main thing. Like, Flox should have known at this point. Like, he's he, Flox, I'm sure, has seen colds many times at this you point. You could have sent Mayweather on this mission instead. They yeah, why not? A, they have to send a two person team of Hoshi to Paul to get him water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. She's like, I'm gonna go find water, and Tapal's like, Well, I better come with you because somebody might have yeah. somebody might have to hold the cup while you hit the tap. She's like, Don't leave me here with the water. But we can, yeah. you shouldn't go alone, but we can leave this sick guy here all yeah. by himself. The sick guy that's no already problem. fallen, he's already <laughs> fallen and burnt himself. Who can't but even should, stand up? Like, could they have at least have said to him, like, Why don't you sit down? You know, crisscross applesauce. Sit down and we'll come back with some water. Just don't move. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Don't move. Just sit there and you'll be fine. But no, yeah. instead they're like, just keep working. We'll find some water. Oh, we're going to take the other person that could watch your back because clearly you have it together. <laughs> come on, Hoshi. Let's go to the kitchen. Of, of great doom. after the, the, sh the ship rocked and she went to <laughs> uh, read report. If he had said, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, where are you? If I use some soup, yeah. are you thirsty? Yeah, skull soup, yeah. Skull, skull soup, skull soup with worms and what appears Is to be some teeth? sort of condensed, uh, <laughs> I'm guessing condensed chocolate pudding. That's all I can, yeah. They really made Klingon food look disgusting, like, especially very good at it. In, in this, yeah, yeah, like normally when we see it, it's like worms and shit, and that's it. Yeah. And you know, you get the, you know, you get the boar or something that resembles a boar, roasted boar or something. And you're like, I'll eat that. Right. And then, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It looks okay. It's got a couple extra fangs and stuff, but it's fine. Um, but Which yeah, this, like, I, everything looks bad. Like it doesn't it, matter what it is. It's like, oh, so they did uh, a good job there. I Klingons don't know. I didn't know Klingons cooked as much food because they clearly were cooking in that soup up, you know, because there's that whole episode where Kern uh, goes to eat the dinner with the Enterprise crew. And he goes, how long yes. has this bird been dead? How long has this bird been dead? It appears to have been lying in the sun for quite some time. You know, I shall try some of your burned. I shall try some of your burned replicated bird meat. <laughs> First you replicated and then you burned. Dave just wanted to use that soundbite. <laughs> I was just like, I want to talk about Klingon cuisine. And I was like, yes, I will try some of your burned replicated bird meat. Yeah. So anyway, Archer ends up telling Trip, yeah, go ahead, reinforce the shuttle pod. And then Archer's like, by the way, I'm the captain, so I might as well go take the ship down. Because that makes perfect sense. But, you know, it's Star Trek and that's just how things play. So anyway, Archer takes, uh, what's her name down? A female Klingon anonymous oh, girl Buka. 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 Oh, that sounds dangerously close to something else but anyway uh so buka i guess it is uh he takes her down and she's just like yeah fine well just before this obviously she agreed that she'll help because 
reasons. Anyway, so she comes down. She's like, she's like, okay, I'm here. I guess I'll help you. And everybody else is just like, yay, Archer's here. Yay. Like, there's no, they're, they're not really that enthusiastic. Did you notice that? They're like, you couldn't have sent, like, trip. Like, you had to come down. Like, what are you going to do? Feed the dog cheese? Klingon? Like, we need yeah. water, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need water and Kleenexes, you asshole. Yeah, what are you doing here? Burn cream for, for Reed. Yeah. Reed's got like this, like no communication He's at sick. all. Either. Why like, is he even here, Captain? <laughs> yeah. Flocks cleared this guy? Yeah. He's like, as long as you keep this your helmet off, episode. take it off. Is this getting tens across the boards, fellas? <laughs> it might actually at this point. It, it, you know what? Talking with you guys, this episode's way better than watching it. For sure. Did, we, did you guys think that the the targs uh, in that kitchen scene too looked super CGI? And of course oh, they yeah. were CGI. Yeah. There's no such thing as a targ. <laughs> what, what, what did you think <laughs> could happen? They could have made well, a puppet. TNG. They just put a horn on a real pig. Yeah, they just put a horn on a pig. These guys went the step further, and they're like, "We'll we'll use some CG budget for this." I would have loved if it was just the dog from the original so, series, the I one think... with the horn that the horn glued on. That would have been cool, actually. Um, you know what, Dave? It, uh, I agree with you. The problem with CG in this show is it's always the lighting. The lighting is always the one that gives it away. It's always terrible. Um, it's also they never era. get the lighting right. This yeah. era of CG, right? Because this was the early days of this of is 2002, being... dude. We had good CGI and like on TV, 90... though? not on TV, not though. on TV, but we had we had CGI capabilities at this point. This was yeah, this was, but like this is 2002. Like SGI what... machines weren't that much money. Like we're point. talking like the era of like the Matrix sliders. And... You have to basically compare it to sliders. Sli- it looks better than sliders. So yeah, it looks well... better than sliders. <laughs> Sliders was like 97 though. It was like I can, I can poop on a pancake and it would look better than sliders. Come on, but, slider. yeah, anyway. I like the concept of sliders though. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good I, show for a while. I like the idea yeah, it was until it wasn't but anymore. It was but... the execution that was a little flawed, but anyway. first two seasons of sliders are great. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, well, we're about to see the last scene, but there's a scene before this, which is essentially they they actually we didn't even talk about them trying to get the ship raised up and they're actually literally detonating photon torpedoes yeah. to push it up which torpedoes. i guess in theory would be... he just wanted to fire <laughs> off the torpedoes yeah. he's yeah. like they got torpedoes and i don't know what they are let's fire some off the bow and see what happens right <laughs> like that's literally what to he push was ourselves we're gonna fire yeah. torpedoes to push ourselves yeah yeah that's <laughs> where we want to go <laughs> and hopefully we don't so, blow ourselves up in the process yeah that's something so they literally and they'd be like no the structural integrity of the ship is already compromised. Let's blow up some torpedoes on the <laughs> So anyway, that that is successful and it buys them some time, which then obviously the Klingon can show up and help them get the ship back in out of orbit kind of thing. Um, Hoshi so, is the most reckless in this. Hoshi, uh, in this well, scene. Hoshi's like, everybody's like, well, we can't keep doing this. This is not working. And Hoshi's like, we can do it. And we'll do it closer. All six of them. All six of them at once. Why not five? <laughs> 500 meters, do all six. Let's go out with a bang. Like, if we're going to die, let's do it this way, right? Yeah, like, she's like, I didn't come all this thought. way to I didn't die come all this way. Yeah, yeah. In an anonymous gas giant or whatever she says. It's like, yeah. uh, you know. She feels T'Pol the same right. way that T'Pol feels. T'Pol is like, this isn't worth dying on. Like, I'm going to die in some anonymous gas giant and everyone on Vulcan's going to think. This isn't I even did. called, like, the Archer gas giant or, or the... Uh, 
After his dog, Archer's dog. Yeah, uh, this is now Porthos. They're both like dying in a gas giant. Boring. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the blaze of glory. (laughs) Maybe, maybe they'll pick up that joke in uh, in uh, Lower Decks because that would be a good joke for Lower Decks. (laughs) Boring. Anyway, (laughs) they pick up this episode again. Like I agree with what you said off the top there, Dave. It's sort of forgettable. Or did you say that, Jody? Yes. No, Uh, it was Dave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it kind of was, but they do mention it again, so it does have consequences. That it's definitely on. less forgettable now that I've talked to about it with you guys because it, it's sure. definitely more enjoyable now. Oh, um, see, the problem but... with this episode, one, one slight tangent here. Sorry, Jody. Um, the problem with this show sometimes, Enterprise, is these episodes I think land a lot better had we not seen all the other shows first because they'll yes create a situation in an episode that isn't really a big deal, like. Looking around on a Klingon ship is essentially what this we've seen. We've seen some of this before, yeah, and we know what the consequences are. Not a big are, deal, and it's, but it's not that yeah. big of a deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, I was yeah about you could go into this hard, and that's sh- that's why. But I also like that about this show because it also shows you how many times they fuck up. Because oh, yeah, that's something we don't see a lot of. Mm. Like we saw some of that in Next Gen. We definitely saw some of that in in the original series, mm. but past that. Like DS9, there wasn't a lot of fuck ups. Like that was the command was oh, pretty DS9's solid there. Move story. along home. Yeah, and then you have you have Voyager, which they just winged everything anyway, so it didn't really matter. Um, look, how, look how smug Archer is coming back from this. Yeah. Like, so, you know, he's like, oh, <laughs> but this so is a good. perfect. So this perfectly good. lines up the next scene though, because the next scene is him talking to the Klingons when they show yeah. up, and him basically like, well, you can fire, but. I have you outgunned right now, my friend. So why don't you just flip a bitch and take yeah. off? Is basically what he Armstrong. Said right. I, I did yeah. like Archer here. He just tells I off this Klingon. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, listen, like I, I'll you, you fire one shot, I'll take you out. I mean, you take a, as little honor as you can and run yeah. home. And he's like, why don't, why don't you, why don't you just go be a little bitch and you know flip a tail and take off, buddy? The next so time I'm at Admiral Forest, you're totally getting a dressing down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you on subspace, you asshole. Yeah, it's funny writing for the episode too because the whole episode they're like, "Well, Klingons might wake up and be pissed off," and eventually they wake up and get pissed off and attack. <laughs> they said that like ten <laughs> times in the episode. Yeah, so, yep, we need to They will be bad. That's some. Yeah. That's some sweet foreshadowing they had going on there for yep. sure. Uh, and then we obviously, after they haul tail and take off, uh, we get the last scene with the, our three uh, stars of the series. Uh, you got a clip of that there, dude. I assume yeah. you do. All right. All right. Well, you've got midriffs too. Awesome. Uh, anyway, I, I did like and the position of the muscles, packages here. I might say. <laughs> now, my only complaint here is obviously T'Pol does not have a tight enough short on, uh, clearly, because that is way too baggy. That is obviously too big for her. Uh, but I guess that's what wardrobe had, and that's what they went with. Let's talk about uh, the uniforms. These are these are uniform underwear. They are uniform underwear. These were actually Standard underwear that was specifically made for... They were actually made by, I can't remember who did them, but they were actually made by a company specifically for the series. Calvin uh, Klein? Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a name, but <laughs> it was It was like uh, the underwear is all like signature underwear that you could actually buy. So, uh, but, and now I have to admit, though, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't realize that Reed was so jacked because the dude is jacked. Like he, oh yeah, so he yeah. came from a sexy time show before this show. That's why they hired him to be like the sex symbol, but everyone liked Trip instead because he was on this show. It was Everybody likes Trip because he has catfish. Like that's that, right. where he just hung out oh, at really? a pool and okay. hit on ladies. 
and, yeah. and even well, Midweather is jacked too, right? Like only yeah, Midweather's Archer. jacked, but you never see him. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, only Archer is kind of like average yeah, Archer. Archer's still decked in this. Yeah, Flox <laughs> is the Flox is the dad bod one for sure. True, uh, true. But anyway, so we have this scene where they're doing their decontamination routine. Uh, we've seen this before. Um, I like the idea that they have to go through this, though. And they don't have any practical, like, we don't have sonic showers. We don't have anything like that, because uh, obviously this is the prequel. Um, I like the fact that they have to put some sort of mechanism on them to trigger the exposure. Um, I think that's a good do, idea. Um, do they the address them this? rubbing it? In new uh, they did they did in the first episode uh, do they address it now um, they have like, done tng they, or s9 do they ever like no uh, not really because it's, 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 it's implied it's implied yeah it's implied Sometimes that they're it, inoculated and it's no big deal well no because the, there was the episode with uh Riker when he got well the clip show one and they said that he had to go through like a bit of a decon in in uh, the, um, that as well in the in the newer series, the transporter does it. Yeah, the transporter is a biological yes. time oh, when yeah, they come. They, that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of yeah. this out. Um, yeah. yeah, like and they're they were very happy with this decon. Uh, con. Like they were at the spa, and but you got to imagine that uh, Hoshi is going to have that cold uh, that uh, Reed had. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> she's she's not keeping distance at all. I There's assume no mask being worn. To I'm guessing to Paul. To Paul is probably into the trucker convoy thing. Um, you know, she's like, screw you guys. I'm fine. Um, yeah, she's but, like science. But, but I, I do like. I do like <laughs> funny enough. Science officers uh, anyway, trucker convoys. Yeah. But the one thing I do like about this scene, which they subtly hit with on this scene, is the fact that all three of them are exhausted because of this. And at this point, they're more interested in being in a decon room then going back to their duties. They're like, you know what? We're cool. And then they get, and we get to see more to Paul being defiant again, because to basically comes back onto the speaker and says, uh, we need to really run all these tests again. And she's like, wink, wink, you know, because everybody's like, no, don't, don't tell them we're done. Don't tell them we're done kind of thing. Uh, and to kind of gets it. So it's interesting that she's starting to understand the mannerisms of, of the humans, even though she has been around them for a long time, but we got the impression at the beginning of the show, uh, not this episode, but the beginning of the actual series that she, even though has been around humans, she doesn't interact with them very often. So she doesn't really get them. Right. And so it's not, it's, we're it's getting not more of that nature to be deceptive to a doctor or something like that. Right. No. Like, so it's interesting no. that she's a bit deceptive, which is just goes to show you. And it opens us up for how she reacts later on in the series because she really starts getting defiant later on in the series like well, she's she she's she's telling the brain disease yes that's true yeah a bit crazy yeah it makes her a little nutty uh yeah. and there's also a horny episode too right oh, yeah. far? she's like the the pod far pod one far. for her as well mm -hmm. yeah so anyway that's pretty much it for the episode i think it's a decent episode i wouldn't say it's fantastic or anything it's got some good archer moments in it though Yes, um, I got a question about about the rest of the series. Sure, does does T'Pol, um kind of mentor Hoshi going forward, no. or is this the only mention of it? No, if anyone mentors Hoshi, is, it's Archer it, and Flocks. Flocks mostly, I think, would be probably the the clear winner. Uh, but but Archer does really do a lot of she it. She doesn't get enough. Archer, Archer also, gets. 
well archer gets uh more of the empathy side with her like he's yeah. he's like and we even saw that at the beginning where, where she's like like my the stars are going the wrong way and he's like okay fine i sympathize with that that's fine we'll give you a ship on the other side it's fine um but you know so he's more empathetic to her whereas Flox is more like the training mentor person i think i, was, I also realized yeah. after we were done talking about it that be klingon being hard to read is a callback to the fourth movie yes to yep. voyage home yep. scotty says that that damage control is easy but ringing reading klingon that's right. hard that's hard yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> now that's it, hard yeah that's hard like, even like they're on that klingon ship they're like uh so i didn't i didn't plan for fun facts because adam normally yeah. does it and we can't ask uh, davin to do that because I'll you know, do it. He's, he's our so guest. discovered by Dave. Details okay, you had that me. set way too quickly, my friend. I think you yeah, knew was where ready. I was going on this. Yeah, I was, was ready. ready. All right, hit it. I got okay, one though. I got one. Oh, Did all right. You well, know that um, by Davin. Um, Malcolm adjusted his own package. <laughs> what do you? Go on. I, you I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need you to give us a little bit more on that. Wow, oh, I'm really earlier dark. on when you worried about his package placement, well, he placed his own package position. I'm just bringing that up again in case. How do you know it wasn't go. somebody in wardrobe? Well, it could also well, be a piece. This too, is a detail know. discovered by Davin. All right. Well, that's a detail I think that Gavin keeps putting on pause, and that's a whole different thing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, Jody, did you know that the title of this episode comes from the expression, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie? Dogs lie. Yeah. I did know that, actually. Like, leave the Klingons alone. I think everybody do that. Anybody who's read a decently modern book probably knows that at this point. Yeah. Uh, Why this do is space the first people of... want to get out of their protective spacesuits so fast in sci fi? I don't know. It's always, especially this crew. This crew loves to do it. This crew's yeah, like this. So this is how whenever they board a board a ship, this is how it goes. They dock, they yeah. come through the they come through the circle and they go, Yep, it's breathable. That's exactly <laughs> what they say. It's always the same thing. Look how no, th this is easy to answer. Look uh, how crazy people are about having to wear just a piece of cloth okay. over their yes. face. They're gonna wear a whole fucking suit. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just too, from an acting point of view, they don't want to have this helmet on more than well, they have to. Notoriously, yeah. when you have helmets like that on and stuff, the lighting is terrible to deal with. Like it's, it's you know, every stupid little angle of light screws things up. And yeah. sound, so. like recording sound, I'd have to imagine is harder. Well, and they're also reflective, as Davin just said, right? Like they're reflective. So I'm guessing you're seeing the camera crew on certain angles and stuff too, right? right? So they got to be really careful. I know I they. Well, I remember watching, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I remember watching First Contact and I remember watching one of the things about it. And when they do the outside scene, apparently that was one of the worst scenes for Patrick Stewart because like they had to keep retaking it because they kept seeing the camera crew in his thing. Because right. I guess the way it, uh, he's got a paler face than everybody else. Right. So it's I guess maybe that screwed it up or something. So I remember <laughs> seeing or reading something about that. I can't remember if it was a documentary or something. But yeah, I watched this, this show uh, for all mankind, which is the Ronald D. Moore show about like the yes. astronauts. And that's like, that's a good show, actually. Good show. And yeah. and in that show, like, they, you know, that that's a, a an alternate version of the space race that kept going. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and even in that show, they love to take off their helmets as quickly as possible. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, so it's it's a sci-fi tripe, or uh, maybe not a tripe, a uh, 
Trope. What, 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 Kevin's what? answer was trope. incredibly convincing, though. Trope. Trope. That's it. Trope. <laughs> Under the under the details, uh, this is the Sorry, only Dave. appearance of the Klingon Raptor class scout vessel. Tucker describes the Klingon vessel as a tough little ship. Except the phrase podcast, yeah, except for this podcast. I actually got one of these ships in Star Trek Online recently, and I've been oh, working sweet. on developing. They're only a well. scout ship. I can't imagine it's too good. Well, you know, you can use scout ships. It depends on the on some the. the... They're okay, but this is a kind of a reference to uh, how William T. Riker uh, called the uh, and and Thomas Riker for that ma matter called the USS Defiant a tough little ship, and Worf was like, "Little, how dare you say such things about my 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 wonderful Defiant? Where's I do I have that? Uh, little, little, do I not have that? We're not used to all this action on this show. Uh, like, you know the." <laughs> It's it's interesting. I like it. Pro props with with dad. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, about we should me, have a props with dad. Really easily. So. I I've I've I've, I've <laughs> clued into fresh. that, my friend. Yeah, I've clued into tough it. little ship. Little, little. Um, and Archer says that this is the third time Enterprise has run into the Klingons. This confirms that the only other canon appearance by the Klingons up until this episode were seen in Broken Bow and Unexpected. There were no off-screen encounters. Yeah. Um, as well. Uh, the lining uh, of the EV suit worn by Dominic Keating, who is Malcolm Reed, was auctioned off uh, for quite a bit of money. Uh, at the, at the they want, they want his sweat. They wanted his sweat and his uh, his cold. That dude uh, is stacked, though, so I'm sure the ladies are very interested in that. I guess so. Uh, so like, yeah, I'm telling you, he might turn me. Like he's he's he's, he's stacked pretty good. <laughs> this is the second time that Vaughn Armstrong played a Klingon uh, when Enterprise crew boarded mm -hmm. an alien vessel, not knowing what species they'll find out. The first being in Next Generation's episode Heart of Glory. That was him. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's in that one. Uh, that's the one. That's the one where, like, the, you know, we first see Worf go, like, do like the war cry up into yeah. the heavens. And all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Von Armstrong's been doing Star Trek since that was like, what season two. Is that season one? I think that's is that season one. one? Oh yeah. shit, you're right. I think it is. It's short. One. It's short hair Worf anyway. It's short hair. Red yes, shirt it was Worf. short hair Worf and yeah, red shirt. Yeah, I so think it's this... right after Tashiar dies or something. It's right around that time. Um... <laughs> You're even uh, you're even like sidetracking David. That's pretty hard. Uh it's not bad. It's kind of one of my uh, missions when I come on Live Long and Podcast. This is speaking of which we don't know if you'll be back, but anyway, that's fine. Okay, I'll, I'll give you guys just a couple more here. This is the first chronological mention of photon torpedoes. Gah. Uh, the only Enterprise episode directed by veteran Star Trek director Les Landau. Yes, Lando, um, Lando hit a lot of Voyager. He yeah. did, a, yes, uh, and he did a bunch of others as well. He I did think. a couple uh, of DS Nine ones too. First use of a computer, uh, an entirely computer generated Targ, uh, which clearly Dave was not impressed with. And I think Dave has also win. had twenty years of CG to compare it to. <laughs> So true. Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, I'm just going to see if I can come out on here. Um, Paul made reference to using a nasal inhibitor because Vulcans find the scent of humans intolerable. At the end of this episode, when DePaul, Reed and Sato are in the decon chamber, she claims she smells nothing, indicating that she has become accustomed to the smell of humans. Or DePaul she's is, got the cold. 
Yeah, or she's got the cold. Topol is not is not likely to be under the effects of a nasal inhibitor at this point because she mentioned the smell of the Klingon ship. The lack of scent from the humans may also be due to the decontamination chamber killing all odor closing, causing bacteria and microbes. Since oh, neither see, that would make sense. Or maybe she's finally way. realized that telling people that they stink doesn't make her any friends. <laughs> right? I like that they're only in that decon <laughs> chamber because they feel dirty from the Klingon ship. Yeah. It's so good to be clean. <laughs> yeah i think they well, were just like if you saw like, if you walked into that galley you definitely wouldn't be uh feeling clean <laughs> after that skull let's get over to delicious. skull it sure is all right let's <laughs> let's talk about the sleeping dogs jody what do you want to rate this episode uh you know what i'm gonna give this a seven and a half seven not bad adam i'm uh, not with us I, if you're if adam I'm gave watching, us, adam, us a rating did Adam Did give us a rating? Adam, Adam gives it an 8.5. Eight and a half from Adam. Um, I'm going to give this uh, an eight. Seven. Seven from Kevin and Dad. So you know what? That's not bad. That's no, an not eight bad for me. For me. Eight for you Davin. said eight, uh, Davin? Yeah. That puts it right. to 7.8. GC, do yeah. come in at the bottom of all these, don't you, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, find, but you know what? With this show, I always find myself like saying, this isn't too bad, but I just, I kind of want more. Like, I want more yeah. from it. Yeah. That, and these yeah. characters. I think that these characters have potential. Characters. I think, and the yeah. actors are are doing the best they can, I think, all the time. But I think, like, there's always more potential. And they're, like, they're wasting time. And, like, it's... They also don't seem to interact with each other much, really. Like... Not in the first you know, season. No. You know, yeah. They, they do get more... Well, there's definitely, obviously, intimate stuff because Trip and, yeah, yeah. Trip and T'Pol. But, um, but they, they definitely interact a lot more. So you are right, for sure. The, the first season is definitely like that. And that's kind of what I like about this? Star Trek. So uh, this is the three captains' them, dinners, and they should have done more. It's really an weird. ensemble. Ensemble, it's really, yeah, it's really an ensemble because you have the Archer part as well. You have Phlox even, um, and nobody really gets a lot of time. Like they get a little bit each, and I guess Hoshi the most, but barely. Malcolm, Hoshi the gets most? well, even though, but Malcolm spends most of his time just going, <laughs> you know, coughing and you know, burning himself. Like it's <laughs> right. There's not a lot going on there, but uh, what I what I think is interesting, if we look at, uh, especially if we look at Kevin's uh, column here, those first those first couple episodes were hard for uh, for Kevin, and I liked and the I liked, I liked the Bell. pilot. You liked the pilot, and then yeah. Can I throw a ten on Dear for quite Doctor a while? and nine on Silent Running because I really like those episodes. You want ten, and which and what's the other one? On Dear Doctor and nine on Silent Running or Silent Enemy, I mean. Silent Enemy. Silent Enemy's uh, a nine. Yeah. Sure. Uh, right above Dear Doctor. Well, you've brought up Silent Enemy. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, there you go. Well, no, we'll have to get all of them from you. But Davin, you clearly like this show more than any of us, as you're averaging yeah. it at a nine. No. <laughs> well. That's that, well, this is like you my didn't three favorite sit through Terra. So, uh, so Davin, how do you feel about Terra Nova? <laughs> oh, <Two>? Novans, <laughs> it's shale, it's nothing but shale, it's nothing but shale, is what I think. <laughs> <but shale, laughs> <for sure. laughs> anyway, uh, but I, no, no, you but, know what? That one's a lost concept. It's like the I actually compared it on our show on Locutors to Threshold of Boys. We're not at the plug part, you know yet, what I mean? There. You know the threshold? threshold from Voyager, though, right? That's the one where they yes. turn into salamanders. 
Oh, that's yeah. That's a terrible so that, episode. So that episode, yes, but it starts off awesome with an awesome concept trying to get it's It's a cool like, concept, and then the execution concept. is what kills it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, that's almost, happened. I can the, never the forgive Novans that thing. Like yeah. the Novans thing, they it, go to a planet to settle it, and then it like immediately gets hit by a comet. Like that's kind of hilarious and could have been a good episode, <laughs> but they just like <laughs> screwed it up. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> I like that. That's kind <laughs> of hilarious. Not that much. But you know what, guys? <laughs> we have a lot of fun here on the Live Long and Podcast channel, and Dave especially. I think he has the most fun out of all of us here. Don't I? <laughs> um, and Dave, even though this is really the best show and obviously your favorite show to be on, of course. Uh, but you do produce other ones as well. Yes, um, I, I do. So. Lots of Star Trek podcasts. Uh, of course, Monday nights is uh, Star Trek Enterprise rewatch. Tuesday nights, Star Trek D Space Nine. We're coming up on our second anniversary since we started that podcast, and we are now into season five. And, You're in uh, season five, and it's only been two years. Wow. I don't know, man. Like, well, there's like twenty. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. There's what the 20, 26 episodes a season. Somewhere we're past the halfway point for sure. Um, wow. First episode. Now, that's a long road, man. Like, uh, like that's a long road getting from there to here. Episodes. You know what? Like now we're into the good episodes, really, so or the best episodes, I would say. So season five. You want to see me give them high ratings? Tune into that show. <laughs> yeah, tune into that show. You'll see. You'll see Kevin's ratings go up. Kevin, quite a bit. you are going to be a fan of Enterprise by the end of this podcast. We are going to not this specific episode. I'm not, but... I'm not saying no. I'm. I remain. Open, I'm, I'm starting. Mind. You know what? I'm starting to see a little bit of glimpse of uh, of you liking Archer just a little bit. He's better. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anyway, he's going to be this down. like cult travis mayweather but guys it's not just about enterprise <laughs> and it's not just about DS9. Space nine there's yes. other ones as well we, we also have a the... whole plethora of star trek it's not about just star trek episodes that came out 20 and 30 years ago it's also about no. the ones coming out now and we That's are right. talking uh we've been talking about star trek discovery uh since all, all season four that uh, has a new episode coming out this thursday or as i but like also... to call it i'm surprised it's still on the air but got anyway. a fifth season got a fifth season um and yeah, uh it'll so be the last i know i'm gonna be talking to michael chan about that discovery zone michael chan discovery actual, zone michael actual, chan yeah uh and uh what i kind of threw out today to the guys was like well picard is actually starting this uh thursday as well and i don't know if i can do both podcasts yeah, we're once. gonna have, we're gonna have to split it up we're gonna have to split it up until discovery wraps up so um i'm leaving the choice with adam because he's been doing the discovery podcast with yes. me so uh but we'll we'll get some kind of a panel together i'll, for I'll take i'll take the picard one for the first couple episodes yeah take it for the first couple weeks uh until i can come in i'll send you a rating but i just who's, can't I, who's who's on the picard one uh like well i was asking it's supposed to be me would. and adam and then was, Davin's I, gonna be on it okay. i was asking davin if he would join um awesome maybe, maybe. Oh, so. I'll do it. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think Kevin's going to watch it, so I don't think Kevin's in. Yeah, I'm going to watch Are it, gonna watch I it? don't want to be on I'm already on a podcast where I give low ratings. I don't need to be on another. <laughs> Look, if you watch season one of Picard and just fast forward through any scene with an actor under the age of 35, it's in a movie. <laughs> okay, as somebody who just did a full rewatch of that, you are 100% correct. That yeah, is... Yeah. Like, it, you know what? It's a good show. Old Wait, how old is Allison really Pill? With the exception, you forgot She's the like one 40. thing, which is which is the scene, which is the scene with what's her name, the druggy one. Um, oh, right here. Raffi's Raffi. good too. Raffi, Raffi smoking weed while she's talking to Picard. It was yeah, the most disrespectful thing. thing I've ever seen in Star Trek. Go back to your chateau. Yeah. JL. Go back to your sack, Joe. JL. And every time she <laughs> yeah. says JL, I want to punch her in the face. Yeah. 
Yeah, got... look at Kevin. There's the Kevin signature. <sighs> uh, he's like, I, I, I made the right call not going on that podcast. Yeah, okay, totally, so, totally. <laughs> so anyway, we got those two new shows coming out this Thursday on Live Long and Podcast Plus to celebrate the beginning of um of of uh. Star Trek Picard's second season. We're going to do for our next episode of Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, we're going to do the first uh, epi- first season episode uh, from Next Generation, Hide and Q. Uh, this is the one where Q gave Riker Q powers or tried to tempt him into joining the Q. Jody Simpson here playing Q himself. I'm going to be playing Apparently. Picard. We got Steve Shives coming over from his YouTube channel. He's going to be playing Commander Riker. I love Steve. He's hilarious. We got Discovery Zone, Michael Chan playing Data. I'm surprised uh, it's not on that sheet. Discovery Zone. Are we allowed to do that? No. Well, sure. Yeah, we can say sure. Yeah, it's we can. Michael Payne. Uh, yeah, if we can. Good. That might be iffy. Uh, anyway. I don't know who's going to stop me. And then we got uh, Tom <laughs> Mott Tyrell is, uh, is playing Worf. Uh, uh, my wife playing uh, Dr. Crusher. This is Kevin. a powerhouse, this one. This is going to be insane. This is I can't be wait happening. to listen to it. This even though technically happening. I'm going to be on it. You're the star. Anything that has really. Jeff and Jordy is worth listening to. Yeah, he, he's only got. <laughs> Except like... this is this is this is pre-engineer Jordy though. Yeah, so he this can't is, say oh, we have true. a coolant leak. No. Well, they. I I I oh, put we're going in into orbit. Captain, Captain Commander Raker, <laughs> we are putting the ship into standard orbit. Uh, so that will be. Uh, so check That's that out Jeff this Saturday. Jordy impression. I mean, that's me. That's me impersonating Jeff doing Jordy. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, and I then we Jeff got does it better, but you did pretty good. This will be Saturday, March fifth, twenty twenty two, nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Will be the read, and then the oh, shit. That's this Saturday. Follow. That's this Saturday. Yeah, I, know. I guess I better get the script started. I guess we got to do this. I'm still editing. I'm editing the last one we just did, the looking for Parmok in all the wrong places. Uh, that was funny. That, I I I promised myself I'm going to finish that edit before we record a new one. Yeah, so we were bailing um, halfway through that. That baby was crying, and only I could. How so dare you, you be a good father? How, how dare how you? could you? How could you, Davin? Obviously, uh, a <laughs> podcast about Star Trek on YouTube. A bit of a renaissance man, important. fellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> podcast and father at the same time, but sometimes not always at the same time. Yeah, I have father. two kids. No <laughs> big deal. Kevin's got three. Yeah, but they're. They're all old now. I just tell them to shut up. Yeah, shut up. I'm podcasting. <laughs> yeah, don't you know? I'm a radio theater. I'm an, I'm an actor. Well, that's why I Enterprise for reasons I don't understand. So I'm in, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in my basement, and that's what I tell my kids when I'm about to do a podcast. I'm like, if you're going to fight, take it outside. Like, I don't want to hear it on the podcast. Like, the mic will pick it up, so don't don't fight in here. So who do we got for think this? I beat kids. Who do we got for this Picard thing? Is it you and me, Joey? You and Jody uh, and Adam. So far, Adam, we might have Adam. Adam has to, be... has a choice to make which podcast he wants to go to. Maybe I'll bring so, my co He's really excited for a Picard, though. So that's what you, you need get him on, on a Picard. Picard podcast, believe it or not. You need Dave. I'm, I'm going to state this right now for the record. Picard season two is going to be great. Yeah, I think so. The first, the first episode is called The Stargazer. Oh, but two words great. on Stargazer. Oh. Uh, oh, so, the star gazer, oh. star I'm sure you do, David. Uh, <laughs> as meanwhile, while you look for that, also check out our two other channels. Uh, we have uh, Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, in a game show format. We just did our newest episode yesterday morning. Check that over on the Trivial Debates channel. Jeff Mater hosting along with Jody Simpson, Jamil Robinson, and Max Duda competing. Uh, I don't know, Kevin, if you saw this episode wow. yet, but it was a very entertaining one. Uh, Davin was following along right now. So uh, it was good. Um, yeah, it was good. fun. You have to, 
He's got the stargazer. Stargazer. They had some great debates over there, including which pretty fancy four nacelles. Yeah, it's very come in pairs. Uh, and then uh, we got Super Mater Brothers podcasting, a third channel where we argue about, uh, we don't argue, uh, we talk about. Um, maybe you should uh, argue. Maybe we should argue. We <laughs> argue about reality TV and why it's falling into. <laughs> maybe TV. you guys should all sit back and wonder why the hell you're watching that show in the first place. Well, we, we do. Your Jordy oh, sucks, okay. Jeff. That's how you started it. <laughs> yeah. Jordy! <laughs> You think you got a coolant leak? Anyway, I'm, sur- <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't done a crossover yet where he does like they, they pick fictitious people in Star Trek to be in the house and do it that way. Maybe. That'd be fun. You should also, I don't know if, if you guys ever heard of a show called Big Brother, but uh, well, we just wrapped up Celebrity Big Brother um, Canada, no, USA. I'm sorry, Celebrity which I Big established Bro- that there wasn't a thing called a celebrity on that show, but anyway, that's fine. Yeah, anyway, we got we, Big Brother Canada get, starting this week. we get Discovery Zone Michael Chan on that show? Dave, Dave is like, I just want to get through these goddamn plugs. I will, <laughs> yeah, we can get off this podcast as soon as I get through my plugs. Anyway, we just did a cast preview last night of Big Brother Canada 10's uh, cast along with Gmail Robinson oh, and Jeff the, Mater. The, the dude that's got the see-through shirt is totally winning. That's sure. Uh, that, that's uh, he's non-binary. Or they are non-binary. So, I don't, uh, well, I'm sorry. I guess I w- I wasn't politically correct there, but that I, that person for Jamil corrected me last it. night. He's like they're non-binary. You can't you can't say it. Oh, okay. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Didn't mean well, no, it's it's or... fine as long as you know, right? Yeah. So, no, it was cool. like I couldn't tell from looking at the picture. Um, I couldn't either. So. There's a beard. You just assume. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but this well, is the cast apparently. We've got, we got, we've got a whole bunch of, uh, I drafted uh, this guy up here, Gino, and I drafted. Can I ask you a question, Dave? Did, did you make this image? Uh, I, well, I didn't, I put it together. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like, I'm like, did, did they release this image with like cut off arms and stuff? No, or? that's my, that's <laughs> me. Okay. I, that, right, that's, fair enough. Fair enough. Like fair a enough. Sears catalog. It's so. fine for this. That's <laughs> yeah, literally like, and this is the dress that she's wearing. Well, this they, they, they released all these individual shots of the, of the house guests. And then I had to put them together. Yeah. I assume on. they're not all to scale either. <laughs> they're not all to scale though. Cause that girl Remember with the Sears? green dress, man, I assume she's a girl, uh, is, uh, she's tall. She's really tall. This is this is I drafted her. This one with era. elbows. She was born without elbows, but uh, you know, tragic, tragic. Tanisha, no elbows. Yes. And the like other guy the that's got like accident. no foot. He's got one foot, half a foot missing, and the other one. Like, He's got a half a foot. foot you know, like, but who do you think will win just by looking at them? And that and that poor girl in the orange. She's got the same condition. But only yeah. one yeah. has effect. Yeah, Velma there is going to win. Velma. <laughs> she, she does have a Velma vibe, doesn't she? Um, anyway, uh, it could be worse. It could be the IT support guy with the stripe on the other side. T- tomorrow night is, uh, no, Wednesday night, sorry, is the premiere. I can make of the fun se- of them because I'm in that. Anyway. Is the season. So Wednesday, I'll be talking about that with Jeff Mater. Uh, Jamil can't make it because he's got to go see the Batman. Uh, so uh, I don't blame him. That looks good. time. Uh, I think wait. it's going to be fine. We got all kinds of opinions there. I just anyway. hope he sparkles. And in one week's time, Survivor <laughs> season forty-two will be kicking off. I'll be talking about that. Oh my uh, with, God, with where do they get the time well? to do all the survivors? I don't know. And then, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it for now. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, thank we you. We talk Dave. about other things over there, but no, that's, Survivor that's... took seasons literally, so they think they're supposed to do four a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> That would make That's more true. sense. They're not, the, they're not the smartest executives over there. Yeah, when I say like we're on to season forty-two, like is that show been on for forty-two years? I go, no, it's like twenty-one, but they do two a year, and that's how it goes. So, uh, 
<laughs> anyway, they're so even that's stupider than I thought. They think there's only two seasons a year. <laughs> you should check <laughs> out Davin's podcast, Locutors of Trek. Yeah, uh, yeah, why did we not plug him yet? Like, we should have plugged him at one point. Save the best for last. You could have plugged him 10 minutes in, and I would have left. (laughs) And Davin also has a X-rated podcast, uh, which is the X-Men animated series, which I was telling him before we came on the air here that I have not listened to yet, and I don't know why, because I'm a massive fan of that show. It was Uh, such a good... I work hard on my X-Men show. Well, I'm definitely going to I'm on it tomorrow. I'm going to be on it tomorrow. How are you? What what episode are we talking about? Uh, season two, episode one. Okay, you're not doing them in order. Death I'm guessing right? part, part one. Who dealt to us part? Okay, you're, well, you're not talking... doing them in order. I'm guessing, right? Because oh yeah, in order. Oh, you've done them in order. Oh, okay, We're how many episodes are we just finished? Season one. First season's only at thirteen episodes. Oh, I was gonna we say we did yeah, it in okay. twelve because we counted the first two part or as one. Ah, yeah, we did yeah. that too. I've been on it once before. I'm I'm looking forward to getting into it uh, with Davin and oh, I didn't even know you're a fan of that show, Dave. So. I love that show. It's so good. And when I was on it, when I was on it last time with David and Andre, like I was like, you know what, guys, I threw the show on. And I, you know, I've watched it since I was a kid, but like I was like, you throw on that intro theme song. Once you hear the intro, yeah. And by the end of it, you're like, the end credit music was pretty cool too, from what I remember. It was like a slightly different version of it. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's got like guitar riffing or something. Yeah, yeah. it's yes, pretty bad. It was. Uh, it, it takes me back. You know what we forgot to do, Dave? Instead of taking you out of the mood for the show, we forgot to say what the next episode is. Oh, Jody, what's what do we got coming up next year on Star Trek Enterprise? We have Shadows of Pajem. Well, that's the one. Which is oh, actually that's, a decent that's episode. A, uh, that's a good one. that's where T'Pol goes home, and during her last Starfleet mission, she and Archer are kidnapped by an alien planet military faction, and placed at the mercy of the yeah, Andorians. Yeah, it's awesome. Do, do we get do we More get some Shran in this next? Yeah, one? Yeah, this is a Shran episode. Oh yeah, answer me, Pinkskin. Answer me, Pinkskin. I wish he didn't say that as often as he does. It's like the worst. He thing does say it a lot about. in the series, but you know what? He doesn't describe I, I humans can... very well. It's just stupid. I. It's just yeah. Imagine Archer was black. What would he have called? Well, keep in mind though, he's only he's only Nothing. ever really referring Nothing to Archer. Is the answer, Dave. Hmm. Archer is pretty big at all. Humans wouldn't have skin as far as Andorians are concerned. <laughs> it was Cisco he was talking to. But right we, right we, we have to be clear here, though, guys. It, it's a good episode. So I think Kevin's going to enjoy it. It's a, That's how I class everything now on this series. Is, <laughs> well, is Kevin, Kevin like, going to enjoy it? Kevin hate this or not? Well, will really Kevin like sigh the entire better. time or not? Really how good. long will the side what is this sci factor? How much is Archer in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he he's getting punched. He's getting the shit kicked good. out of him. I'm okay though, with that. I love that. He's very unconvincing, time. even when he's getting punched. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, though, he probably does that better than any other captain in any of the other series. Yeah. He does. yeah. Like when he gets his shit kickings, he gets them. And it looks oh, yeah. Star real. Trek is yeah. bad fighting. Like, yeah. <laughs> except this series, this series, they got pretty decent fighting. And when we see the Macos and stuff later on in the series, you get some really cool action stuff. They do a good job. So, yeah. I think those are all the plugs. I think um, that's it. Oh, right. did we did we talk about fighting games? 
Let's talk about fighting games. Eamon's podcast where they talk about fighting games. Yeah, plug at least your kid's podcast, man. Like he's got to work on his production. He only puts out an episode every couple, you know, so many uh, well, weeks. You know, uh, it, maybe it's quality <laughs> over quantity, Dave. Well, that's I, what I he's going know. for. Let's talk yeah. about fighting games. He does under his alias Sam Jerka with a Sonic Smash Bro. Bro, Seth. It's always a mouthful. Sonic Smash Bro. Bro Seth. <laughs> That's why he doesn't do it. Like, I'm just <laughs> yeah. Maybe it takes them too long to write the script. These stills down by the seashore. They, they talk that. about everything from Street Fighter Five to Dragon Ball Fighter Z. You know, <laughs> it's a real good thing that we don't pay for the time that we're on because we're way over than we usually are. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but my bad. Anyway. No, it's not you. It's mostly okay. me, I think, this time. But anyway. Yeah, um, I, I'll take some blame in it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. It wasn't Kevin. I can tell you that. It wasn't Kevin. <laughs> Kevin just sits there looks unimpressed. Yeah, it's just it. like, it's like the best for Christ's sakes, show. guys, I got well, beer to drink. On this show has been the plugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, it really has. And 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 Davin's collection of little miniature ships. Anyway. The, I enjoy that. That was cool. Anyway. It's a fleet battle. We'll probably we'll probably have Adam back. We probably won't have Davin back, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, no, I'm just kidding, Davin. Of course, I do appreciate you coming by and filling in for Adam. Uh, that was great to have you. And of course, you know, make sure we check out the, his podcast. Back in the day, uh, workers threw their wooden shoes called sabots into the gears of which uh, then the machinery to sabotage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you see uh, my what's her name? Here. Kim Cattrall. Uh, Kim yeah, Cattrall from Sex in the City. Country. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was pre-Sex in the City. Uh, anyway, was naked on the bridge of the Enterprise. You know, Sex anybody have Star anything ship. to say? I anybody, just... anybody other than Davin have something to say? Well, maybe kidding. it's time to start thinking like a Klingon. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you, Davin. I'm just kidding, you, man. Uh, only because you can take it. That's the reason why I do. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to send us off with today, Dave? Oh, uh... oh. You know what we forgot to do. We forgot to have Davin sing the theme song. Oh, yeah. I've got faith. All right, that's enough. All right. All right, that's enough. Anyway. Oh, thank you.